Welcome back to the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about a 24-7 prayer and help referral line that Teen Challenger Southern California just launched. No matter what your need is, if you're anxious or worried or stressed, you can call anytime, any day, and a Teen Challenge staff member is there to pray with you. The number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that number is 888-520-0620. We're so glad that you've chosen our podcast today. We know that there's thousands of podcasts that you could be listening to, and you've chosen to listen to ours, and we thank you for that. Up next in this series are the brand new sessions, fresh off the press from our very first Spiritual Emphasis Online. Normally, this is an event that Teen Challenger Southern California hosts yearly at our headquarters in Riverside, where all of our staff and students gather under a tent for three or four days of powerful worship and teaching. But because of what's going on in our world right now, we decided to take the event online and make it a completely virtual event. And what a week it was. We invited the Teen Challenge Centers from around the globe to participate with us. And it was just such a spirit-filled, powerful, life-changing week. We had messages from Don Wilkerson, Jim Cimbala, Nikki Cruz, Gary Wilkerson, and many, many more. Lives were changed forever. You're gonna be blessed today. We have Matiaj Horiak from Teen Challenge Slovenia. One last thing, if you're blessed by these podcasts, don't be shy to tell your friends and family about them. We encourage you to do so. As you listen to these sessions, our prayer is that you would sense God's presence, that you would hear his voice. And most of all, we hope that you're encouraged in the Lord today through these podcasts. Remember to subscribe today to our podcast if you haven't already done it. Be encouraged today. Hi guys, many blessings from Team Challenge Slovenia. We love you and miss you guys in Team Challenge Southern California. I was just watching the reversal of uh, worship with uh, Swoop Brown and uh, saw the chapel in Riverside, I, I, I wish I was there, you know, really, we miss you and we just, um, we're just privileged and honored to, to bring the message, you know, about how God, you know, is really awesome God, you know, how He's above everything in our lives, so I, I put some stuff inside, I, I, I know it will encourage you because, you know why, this is the Word of God, <laughs> okay, so let's go, you know, from from this corona state, you know, uh, lockdowns and everything, you know, it is easy to, you know, be scared in some moments, you know, and through all that time, uh, which we were in lockdown, it was, you know, really horrible, um, you know, I found out, I knew it before, but it became real to me that spiritual warfare, warfare is real. It's real like never, never before. Uh, you know, when Jesus, you know, when disciples asked Jesus, you know, teach us how to pray. And uh, he taught them, you know, and one of the things he said, you know, give us daily bread. So, you know, when they, you know, when the government closed the church services we had here. And, you know, we, we be I became lazy, you know, for like two weeks, you know. Uh, you know, not just in my prayer life, but you know, in, in, in everything, you know, it's just, it was just a state of some kind of attempt to get me <laughs> to be fearful, you know, about everything. And uh, I just want to share that from my heart, you know, that we need daily prayer. You know, that 
you know, devil is working all the time, you know, and uh, Jesus said in John 10, 10 that the uh, devil is stealing, robbing and killing, okay? And Peter said in 1 Peter 5 to 8 that, let's see, in the Bible, 1 Peter 5, 8 to 11 says, be on your guard and stay awake. This is Jesus saying, your enemy, the devil, okay? You have an enemy in your life, okay? He wants your death, okay? Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion, is like a roaring lion, sneaking around to find someone to attack. Nine verse. But you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. You know that all over the world, the Lord's followers are suffering just as you are. But God shows undeserved kindness to everyone. Ah, that's why he appointed Christ Jesus to choose you to share in his eternal glory. This is Peter saying, you will suffer for a while, but God will make you complete, steady, strong and firm. Look at the 11th verse. God will be in control forever. Amen. Okay. You know, devil wants to take our peace, which was given from God. He wants to take our peace away and put the fear inside of, inside of our hearts. Uh, when the lockdown because of uh, coronavirus happened here in Slovenia, uh, still today, you know, the borders to Italy and Austria and Hungary are closed and, uh, but, you know, kids are starting to go to school and uh, when all this, this thing happened, you know, slowly, slowly, you know, uh, we were watching the news and, you know, it was all about death and fear and you cannot do that, you cannot do this, uh, it's prohibited now this, tomorrow it's prohibited, you know, to, to just talk to your neighbor, you know, and stuff like that and everybody in their mask and stuff like that, you know. Uh, we were at home and uh, we need some changes in Team Challenge Center, so just one staff was uh, 24 hours uh, on a hold, you know, in the center and we turned shifts and, you know, there was not much to do, you know, except, of course, worshiping at home, praying. But, you know, we have to do some activity, you know, at home, you know. Thank God we are on the outskirts of our city, so we are not, you know, in the center. Because, you know, in the center you are just, you know, you're locked in, you know, you cannot go anywhere. But uh, we are living in outskirts of Koper and uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful um, scenery and uh, hills and stuff like that. So we were walking like for an hour or two maybe, you know, we were walking with our family uh, on the hills and stuff like that. So the police will come, like, like five, every five or ten minutes, you know, the police car and the army, you know, guys will be there. And all with guns, and I was, you know, I was a police officer, I don't mind that, but you know, every day, you know, like every five, ten minutes, you know, somebody's controlling you, somebody wants your passport or, you know, like a driving license. It's not fun, you know, it's not fun. You know, I went to the store, you know, and I heard, you know, just, just incredible. I heard uh, old, old, elderly men um, screaming and at the elderly woman, she, she had to be like 95, you know, with two sticks, you know, she was hardly moving. And he was saying, you know, you just die because of people like you. Uh, we are dying because of this COVID virus. But she, hadn't, she had no gloves. <laughs> and, you know, and the lady in the counter, you know, she was shaking all the masks and stuff like that. And, 
and it's not fun, you know. And I found myself, you know, every two hours, you know, watching the news, you know, what's going on, because, you know, I'm also responsible for the business we have, you know. There were rules how to work, you know. Um, there were rules how to, you know, uh, um, do the program in Team Challenge Center. So I needed to know what's going on to give to give directions. But I find myself uh, after two weeks of quarantine, I found myself really, really uh, weak and and uh, discouraged and fearful and just like nervous. You know, a fear came into me. You know, like I, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then, like I always say, you know, you know, when you're in trouble, you know, like Israelites did, you know, you go to your prayer closet, okay? you, you go and pray because something is wrong, something, something is really happening. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like I went inside of the prayer room as a cat and I came out as a lion. I'm, I'm serious. For two weeks, we didn't have any prayer meetings. We didn't have any church services, you know. But then, you know, I saw what some other, you know, my friends, my pastors, my friends' pastors do. And uh, they're going live. So we said, okay, let's go live. I need to preach. <laughs> I'm useless if I don't preach. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm empty. I, I, it's, it's what I do. It's what I'm called to. That's my purpose, to preach the word of God. So, you know, we organized one guy, you know, in the worship, my girls, you know, uh, came to, to sing and I, I started to, to, to preach, you know, it was like an hour and preach. And if here in Slovenia, I know the churches are really small, you know, the mega church can be maybe 80 people, you know, uh, we had in two months time for one word, for one service, we had more than 800 views on Facebook live. So we are reaching people who will never come to the church and they're hearing the word of God. You know that God is turning all bad things to good to those who love him? So that's what's happening. A lot of great stuff came because of this Corona state, you know. But let us go to the word. Let us go to the word. Okay. So, uh, you know, devil, devil can temporary, you know. He's temporary, okay. He's not everlasting, you know. So... He's temporary. He can do temporary evil things, you know, and, but he will not for long, you know. We all read the Bible, the last chapter, so, uh, you know, we win. So, anyway, he's just temporary, you know. He, he closed the churches down, you know. I, one of my friends has said that, um, you know, the devil and Jesus were talking, you know, that's, you know, just a nonsense. But, uh, and the devil said to Jesus, you know, hey, I closed your churches down. And Jesus said, no. I brought the church in every home. So, you know, he cannot, the devil cannot outsmart God, you know, it just, it just, how it is, you know, that's our God, that's his character, this is his heart. So, oh, because of this virus, now we are buying cameras, you know, and we will do the live stream all the time, you know, some church services will be, you know, uh, will be recorded and some, you know, will be live. So, hey, <laughs> uh, okay. But look at this, 11 verse, God will be in control forever, right? Now this is the writing of Peter who denied Jesus three times in very hard conditions. But, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I, I thought about Peter and, you know, that 
we cannot afford to give up, you know. If we are knocked down, if we are, if we are beaten down, I, you know, this, this has to be our life cycle, you know. It just, you know, we cannot give up. We cannot afford to give up because we serve a mighty God. I, I, we will talk about that, how mighty our God is. Let's go to the Word, okay? So let's go to Luke chapter 5, verses 3, 11. Okay, here, you know, here is where, you know, Jesus meets Peter, you know, Simon Peter, uh, Simon at that point. So, uh, and we will check out two uh, totally identical miracles, but one happens when Jesus meets Peter, Simon, and then the one when he's resurrected before he goes to the, to the Father. So two exact miracles, and we will discuss why two exact identical miracles. Okay, let's go. Luke 5, 3, 11. Jesus got into the boat that belonged to Simon and asked him to row it out a little way from the shore. Then Jesus sat down at the boat to teach the crowd. When Jesus had finished speaking, he told Simon, row the boat out into the deep water and let your nets down to catch some fish. Master, Simon answered, we have worked hard all night long and have not caught a thing. You know, that happens when you do stuff without Jesus. <laughs> There's nothing. But if you tell me to, on your word, but if you tell me to, I will let the nets down. Of course, what's happened? They did and caught so many fish that their nets began to ripping apart. They had sing-nailed sing for their partners and other boats to come and help them. The men came and together they filled the two boats so full that they both began to sing. When Simon Peter saw this happen, he knelt down in front of Jesus and said, Lord, don't come near me. I am a sinner. But what happens, you know, it should happen when you meet God. You know you are a sinner. <laughs> Peter and everyone with him were completely surprised at all the fish they caught. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were surprised too. Jesus told Simon, don't be afraid. Okay? Don't be afraid. From now on you will bring in people instead of fish. The men pulled their boats up on the shore. Then they left everything. Then... When you meet Jesus, you leave everything behind, okay? And went with Jesus, yes. But Peter was still not ready to feed the flock. You remember when Jesus said, you know, do you love me, do you love me, do you love me? And then said, you know, to Peter, he said, feed my flock. But he was not ready, you know, something needed to happen. And let's go and let us look in Luke chapter 22, verses 54, 62. Luke 22, 54, 62. Jesus was arrested and led away to the house of the high priest, while Peter followed a distance. You know, Peter was, you know, in behind. Some people built a fire in the middle of the courtyard and were sitting around it. Peter sat there with them and servant girls saw him. Then after she had looked at him carefully, carefully, she said, this man was with Jesus. And Peter said, Woman, I don't know that man. 
A little later, someone else saw Peter and said, you're one of them. No, I'm not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another man insisted, this man must have been with Jesus. They both came from Galilee. About, <clears throat> and Peter replied, I don't know what you're talking about. Right then, listen to this carefully. Right then, while Peter was still speaking, a rooster crowed. A rooster crowed. The Lord, this is, this is heartbreaking. The Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter, Peter remembered what the Lord had said. Before a rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will say three times that you don't know me. Then Peter went and cried hard. Okay, we have to cry hard. Because we are not judging Peter because we were there, right? We were there. Can you imagine Peter watching in Jesus' eyes and he was all but? His teacher, his loved master, he denied him. Wow. And we can see that after crucifixion, you know, Peter is back to his old life. Let us see in John 21, 3, 14. John 21, 3, 14. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. He went back to his life, you know. He thinks, okay, Jesus is that died, you know, I, it's all for nothing and he's going back. Peter said, I'm going fishing. The other said, we will go with you. They went into their boat, but they didn't catch a thing that night. See that? In the beginning and the end, the same stuff. They were catching and, you know, without Jesus, they didn't caught nothing. Early the next morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize who was. Jesus shouted, friends, have you caught anything? No, they answered. So he told them, let your net down on the right side of your boat and you will catch some fish. They did and the net was so full of fish that they could not drag it into the boat. Jesus' favorite disciples told to Peter, it is the Lord. And Peter dressed himself, jumped into the lake and swam to the shore to meet Jesus. Can you see the same miracle in the beginning and in the end? In the beginning when Jesus met Peter and the end of Jesus' life on earth. Why? What was the Lord communicating to Peter? What is he communicating to us with these passages? You know what he's saying? I strongly believe it. He's saying, Peter, it's okay. It is really okay. I was there, I saw you. Yeah, I looked at you. I know what you did. But it's okay. You know, guys, that's called mercy, grace, love in the same time. It is okay, Greg, Jerry, Luke, Michael. I don't know who you are. Somebody's watching. It is okay. We did it. But get up. Get up. Do you know or do we know who you're serving? Who our Savior, our King is? He's not on the cross anymore. He's not on the cross anymore. This is not who He is. 
You know what is in the cross? Your shame, your addiction, your fear, your depression, anxiety. This is here. Jesus is not here anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited about that. Let us see. And we will wrap this up. Let us see how is Jesus looking today. You know, he's not, you know, somebody who cannot do anything. You know, when was, you know, I was a Roman Catholic and, you know, um, in the Bible school, you know, you know, how to say in Sunday school, you know, uh, you know, there, there was a big cross and Jesus was there nailed, you know, he, he was helpless, you know, it's, it's, it's a stature, but, you know, I was like, who is that, you know? You know, he cannot do nothing. He cannot help me, you know. Because Jesus has risen. Now we can see, you know, what he looks like really, you know. So he's not just a lamb anymore. Watch this. Revelation 1, 12, 18. John was saying, When I turned to see who was speaking to me, I saw seven gold lampstands. There with the lampstands was someone who seemed to be the Son of Man. He was wearing a robe that reached down to his feet and a gold cloth was wrapped around his chest. This is Jesus. His head and his hair were white as the wool or snow and his eyes looked like flames of fire. Ah! His feet were glowing like bronze being heated in a furnace and his voice sounded like a roar of waterfall. Wow! He held seven stars in his right hand and a sharp double-edged sword was coming from his mouth. Wow! His face was shining as bright as the sun at noon. When I saw him, I felt... <laughs> I, I fell in his feet like a dead person. He dropped the jaw. But he put his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I am the first, the last, and the living one. I died, but now I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys to death and the world of the dead. This is who we are serving to. This is our King, this is our God, this is the Sovereign God. And His name is Jesus. And He came for you and me. May God bless you. May God bless your families, your friends, your partners. May God bless your children. May God bless their children, children. In the name of Jesus, I pray that. I love you much. See you soon. Ciao. Thanks for choosing the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it today. It's easy. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, click on our icon, and hit subscribe. A new podcast filled with godly encouragement, spiritual instruction, and teaching comes out every week. God bless you today.